Now, I know somewhere in one of the videos where I talked about, you know, the fact that in the past couple of years, we've kind of been, I guess you could say, looking back at a decade anniversary of the very controversial and, I will admit, very unnecessarily long Mecca Sally arc, if you will. And one of the things I said in one of those videos was the fact that, and I even mentioned it recently, that I truly believe now that what some people were speculating about, you know, at the very beginning, almost about a decade ago, was kind of true. And honestly, I don't really blame them for feeling this way. Now, I may have alluded to it in 2013 that maybe there was some truth to that, to this theory, because one thing I always wanted to believe is I wanted to believe that all Eggman did was just put, like, weaponized armor on her and, you know, go from there. That's kind of making it a little less, I guess you could say, chilling, a little less horrifying, you know, gross, gory, if you will, to even, you know, even, you know, visually think about what happened, you know, in story. But over time, like I said, you know, in various videos, and I think even the one where I asked the question of how do we know if he, you know, did this, you know, even in that video, again, and even recently and over the past couple of years, you know, you know, looking back at this a decade later overall, you know, I'm kind of starting to lean more towards the fact that, yeah, there might be some truth to it. Because despite the fact that I try to look at the positives, you know, what little there is in the Mecha Sally arc, you know, despite the fact that I tried to look at the positives of that story, you know, the truth is I have to kind of realize that, you know, even though he didn't show it on panel because I think Ian realized that, hey, if I was to uh, describe to them what to show on panel of her being taken apart and everything like that, that it would be disturbing for a lot of fans, kids and longtime fans included. You know, I, I, the thing is, over time, I am more inclined to agree that, yeah, there is really a good chance that off panel, Eggman in story did gut take apart Sally and rebuild her into her mechanized form. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, when you think about it, you know, look at what he weaponized her with. He put a freaking laser in her head. Now, you might say, well, that was probably there from the get-go, right? You could say that. You could technically say that because we know that when certain characters get roboticized, they get enhancements added to them. So, yeah, it might have been there from the get-go, but the way, you know, it just pops up out of her head when she's blasting at somebody, you can kind of tell in a way Eggman did add that to her. And then, on top of it, as I mentioned just briefly in a video, well, not briefly, but I focused on, I should say, more a lot in the video, he put a power ring, you know, again, as nonsensical as that may have seemed, inside her body, basically with the intention that this time around, the body or the ring itself was modified so that there would be no chance of her regaining her free will. Now, here's the thing. I know some people will probably wonder, you know, why I or anybody else want to believe that maybe it was just armor. 
that he placed on top of her body. Well, again, like I said, I want to try to look at what little positives there were. But again, the more you really get into it, the more you kind of realize, yeah, that wasn't the case. But the reason I want to look at the positives, though, is because how else would you explain her de-robotization? You know, like when she gets restored, you know, who's to say that, you know, that armor, you know, doesn't fall off her or something like that. And, you know, we see the new look. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you know, that's why I tried to look at the positives there. But like, like I mentioned, over time, I'm more inclined to agree that, yeah, there is a good chance, if not a strong chance, that he indeed gutted her. I mean, again, as I mentioned before recently, Ian Flynn once described Sally getting gunned down by that torrent gun in 225 as her being turned into the equivalent of Swiss cheese. That's how graphic he described her being shot down. And if he's willing to describe her being shot down in such a graphic detail without showing it, then it does tell you that he's not above, you know, in script and in story, off panel, having the villain go as far as basically take apart one of your main heroes after they sacrifice themselves to robotization to save the planet and rebuild them into a weaponized version of themselves to basically try to mess mentally with the heroes, knowing that there's no way they'd want to harm her because they, they have that goal of trying to restore her. So, you know, I wouldn't put past Ian Flynn in script to put that in there. I mean, again, this is a guy, as I talked about in the live stream before work, where I talked about from a fan's point of view, fellow fan's point of view, of who Ian Flynn is. This is a guy, we need to remind ourselves, that when he was a fan, with the artistic help of uh, fellow fans like Kiss the Thunder, Bring on the Thunder, Jay Foxfire, and others, this is a guy that, from a script standpoint, wrote over 20, 30, 40 issues or whatever it is of the webcomic known as Other M. And Other M was a more darker, more violent, more adult-oriented take, if you will, more mature take, basically very mature take, on the Archie Sonic world. Basically, a more you know violent, gory, very adult, very mature take on the Archie Sonic world from an alternate universe perspective. That's what, it, that's what he wrote originally as a fan. And when you look at what he wrote there, and then how he loosely adapted it into the Dark Mobius four-part story in Sonic Universe, which was a Silver, Silver the Hitchhawk story, you know, when you look at how he loosely adapted it there... Again, I would not put anything past Ian Flynn, whether or not he's able to, you know, he's able to be allowed to show it on panel, or he has to basically leave it up to the imagination of the readers off panel. You know, I wouldn't put past anything. I wouldn't put, I should say, anything past him. You know, at this point. Which again, like I said, you know, you know, recent as, as I've said recently, and I do apologize if I'm stumbling over my words. It's still early in the morning here on this Wednesday, and I am off today, which is why I'm able to do this. Uh, 
You know, again, this is why fans are a little weary of what's going on right now in IDW Sonic, especially with Tangle and Whisper and other things. You know, and then of course you look at what he did with the Metal Virus arc. You know, they they you you cannot put anything you cannot put anything past this individual. You can't. You can't put anything past him. Which is why when I look back now, as much as I hate to admit it, there is a good chance, a good shot, a good chance that yes, indeed, in script and off panel, he had Eggman basically dismantle Sally and rebuild her with a weaponized body. And essentially gut her, as some people look at it. Because again, if he's willing to come out and say, you know, as an answer to a question about Sally being gunned down in 225 that her being gunned down is the equivalent of being turned into Swiss cheese again you can't put anything by this guy you really can't and what even makes it more I guess you could say more I guess you could put it more accepted and believable even for people like me to kind of realize that yeah maybe that's what happened is you have fans out there that do fan continuations, sometimes fan continuations that stay true to what the comic originally was or was intended to be, and some of them are more alternate takes, like what Game Boy Sage is doing. I mean, Game Boy Sage is doing a Sly Encounter, which is a crossover between Sonic and Sonic the Hedgehog and Sly Cooper, and basically it's a crossover based around what happened afterwards with the Mecha Sally situation and their take of what happened, of what, you know, uh, went forward after that. And then you have Glitcher, who does Sonic Retold, which is a more darker take on certain stories and story arcs. And one of the issues that they recently, <coughs> recently excuse me, one of the issues that they recently, you know, put out, uh, I'm assuming it was recently, was showing a more, I guess you could say, graphic detail of Eggman dismantling Mecha Sally, you know, as she originally was after she sacrificed herself to robotization, and then basically taking her parts, you know, her body basically, her original body that was roboticized, and putting it in a furnace and melting it down into scrap. And there was one fan that saw this, you know, saw this image from Sonic Retold, and Basically said, that was her body, you monster. Basically not pointing towards Glitcher, the one who basically drew and wrote the script, if you will, for Sonic Retold's take on it. But by extension, pointing it mostly towards Ian Flynn. Because basically what Glitcher was doing here was giving us, you know, the more visual, I guess you could say, representation of what Ian couldn't. You know, and that's basically Sally's body being taken apart and then potentially maybe melted down into scrapped and replaced with a new body. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, you got people like Glitcher that, you know, when they put stuff up like that, does kind of not only give you, a, you know, that visual representation as disturbing as it is, you know, of what happened, but it does kind of cement the fact that, yes, as much as some of us may may wanted to, may have wanted to deny it, you know, there's no getting around the fact that, yeah, you know, off panel and in script, 
he he had Eggman weaponize her. I mean, the reaction that all the characters had when they saw her weaponized, I mean, Amy said it best in the script when she asked the question, what did that sicko do to her? Because only someone psychopathic and sick would go as far as, you know, weaponizing somebody, basically taking them apart and rebuilding them the way they want. And by extension, showing the heroes in story, and then even Sally afterwards, you know, even in the soft reboot or, you know, a hard reboot, whatever you want to call it, or just regular reboot, even showing Sally after she's restored of how far Eggman is willing to go to win, to conquer the world, to take down the heroes. So it shows them how far in story he's willing to go by, you know, even weaponizing, you know, weaponizing one of their own. And one thing people will say, one thing people will say in comparison between the two villains, Eggman and Robotnik, is when Robotnik roboticized Sonic finally um, in Mecha Madness, you know, he didn't have to weaponize him. He basically had a roboticizer that allowed him to roboticize Sonic to certain pacifications. And that's what we got Mecha Sonic for. That's what we got, if you will. He, you know, he had the weapons. He had all that already installed because it was already pre, it was already programmed in there. Here, however, you had Eggman basically say, "You know what? Screw that. Screw basically, you know, adding enhancements to her already roboticized body. I'm going to rebuild it from scrap." And that's what I think. That's what I think really, you know, turned a lot of fans' stomachs. You know, not the fact that the story itself was kind of, you know, not going the way Ian Flynn probably intended it to go, but the fact that every time they saw Sally, you know, in her roboticized form, they knew that yeah, that Sally, you know, had been gutted had been rebuilt, torn apart, if you will, and as Glitcher visually described it, had her original body, you know, except for her head, melted, you know, burnt and melted melted down in a furnace into scrap. So yeah, as much as people like me that wanted to believe the more positiveness of it and the fact that it was actually just weaponized armor placed on her, the more, you know, we really think about it ten years later, you know, basically knowing that this spring will mark 10 years since this, to me, this unnecessarily long story arc came to an end. You know, as much as people like me hate to admit it, a lot of folks did have a point. That yes, she was gutted. Yes, she was torn apart. Yes, he did potentially throw out, if not as Glitcher visually shows, uh burn and melt down her original roboticized body into scrap. As much as it hates it, it, it pains and hurts a lot of us to admit that, it's pretty much true when you really get down to it. Again, you look at all the things that she got weaponized with and there's no other way of getting around it. There's no other way of getting around it. So, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, we could still think that maybe Ian Flynn will come out and say, oh, that was just weaponized armor, you have nothing to worry about, and hey, everything will be good. But until that day, come, until that day 
you know, comes, well, he admits that, or he just flat out says, hey, would you guys are speculating about, you know, her being gutted and taken apart and everything and rebuilt? Yeah, that's basically the truth. That's basically what really happened. You know, unless that day comes or he admits either way, either one, you know, I think a lot of us are going to start leaning more towards option B or the latter, if you will. Because, again, if he says, oh, yeah, it was just weaponized armor, then okay, good. At least he didn't go as far as we think he did. But, like I said, we're talking about a guy that did Other M as a fan. We're talking about a guy that loosely adapted that. You know, into the Sonic Universe arc, Dark Mobius. So we can't put anything past him. We're talking about a guy that, excuse me, uh, basically, you know, did a long, a long ass, you know, IDW story in the Metal Virus, which didn't have to, like the Mecha Sally arc, didn't have to go as long as it did because it felt repetitive. You know, so again. You know, so again, so again, we cannot put it past him because, like I said, this is a guy that told answered a fan by a question, answered a fan's question by saying, "Yeah, when Sally got shot down by the torrent gun in 225, she got turned into Swiss cheese." You know, well, at least the equivalent of it. So yeah, we cannot, we can't put anything past this guy. You know, when it comes to what happened to to Sally when she got between her original robotization and being weaponized. We can't put anything past him, which again makes us lean more towards the fact that yes, you know, there is a strong indication, as much as some of us hate to admit it, that she was indeed, you know, torn apart, rebuilt into a weaponized version of herself, and as Glitcher visually described it, Possibly had her body, her original roboticized body, melted down. Again, you know, I don't think, again, I don't think there's any denying that. But like I said, until Ian Flynn comes out himself and says one, one thing over, one thing or another, you know, confirms yay or nay, we'll just have, I think a lot of us are just going to be leaning towards, you know, that direction, um, basically, the gutted direction and all that more so than anything. Even those that, like myself, that wanted to believe otherwise, yeah, we're probably going to be leaning more towards that direction than ever before. And there's no getting around that if you understand what I'm saying. But let me know what your guys' thoughts are. Let me know what your thoughts are. Comment down below, live chat during the premiere, like the video. You'll also get an uh, audio version of this at BW Roses Discussions, all your favorite audio podcast locations except for Pandora. Also, support the Teespring store for merchandise you can't get anywhere else. Also, check me out at Venmo at Brian-Roma-2, Cash App at BW Roses 98. Support me on Patreon.com, says BW Roses. Also, support me at Vimo at BW Roses for content you can't get anywhere else and at DeviantArt.com at BVW1979. But yeah, guys, give me your thoughts. Let me know how you felt about it when you first saw it. Did you want to believe that maybe that wasn't the case? Or did you pretty much feel like, yeah, you know, he did probably the most disturbing thing ever, you know, when it came to a character? Let me know down below and in the live chat, and I'll talk to you all later.